Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life. Encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. Why would God have a a boy from Seoul, Korea, immigrate to the United States at the age of five, who grew up in the Southern California area, eventually to serve in the U.S. Army, and today, minister as a pastor and coordinator in post-traumatic stress disorder. This is the story of Ed Choi, Reverend Ed Choi, who acknowledges Christ as his hope. We pause to remind you the reason we have the Good Life program is to share how the love of Jesus Christ transforms people families, and communities. Jesus loves you so much. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and rose again on the third day, offering God's hope. In fact, Jesus is calling you today. Reverend Ed Choi responded to the call of Christ. He served in the United States Army as a chaplain and retired in 2013 is the lead pastor of LifePoint, a church in Buena Park, California. Ed graduated from Biola University with a degree in Biblical Studies and Golden Gate Theological Seminary, where he earned his Master of Divinity degree. He's also the Executive Director and Chapter Director of California for the Birdwell Foundation. He's married to Catherine. They have four children Titus, Faith, Emily, and Christian. Ed, welcome to our show. Well, Danny, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Uh, you know, I'm humbled to do this uh, um, podcast interview. Um, you know, it's really about Jesus Christ and his grace and his power and love for humanity. And so I am who I am by the grace of God. So, uh, again, thank you for the invitation for this interview. Take us back. Ed, where did you grow up? So, like you mentioned um, in the beginning, I was born in Korea. And then about five years old, my parents immigrated from Korea to uh, the United States. And um, we end up in Southern California, where I grew up and went to high school in, uh, uh, in the city of Cerritos. And then after high school, went to Biola University, where you and I met. And since then, we became um, friends and partners for the gospel. Um, and then after that, went to seminary and go to get back to seminary, um, did ministry in, um, in the Southern California area. And then God called me to be a chaplain in the United States Army, which I joined as a chaplain. Um, and this happened uh, several months before 9-11. Um, and uh, after 9-11 happened, I ended up deploying three times to combat, twice to Afghanistan. I'm sorry, twice to Iraq and once to Afghanistan. And then after that, um, uh, I retired in 2015, and then God called me back to the pastoral ministry. And so I'm currently serving 
here back in Southern California. Um, and moved back here because, you know, I still had a lot of friends and family in this area. And, um, and, uh, but I continue to do some ministry and helping veterans and even first responders suffer from PTSD with the Birdwell Foundation. You mentioned growing up in Cerritos. Who influenced you most at, during those earlier years? Uh, geez. Um, I had a youth pastor. Uh, his name is uh, Jerry, who also went to Biola University. And um, he really encouraged me uh, in the Lord, in my faith. And when I felt a sense of calling to the ministry, he encouraged me to attend, apply for Biola. And that's why I ended up in Biola University. How, how did you feel uh, a sense of call? You said you, you sensed a call. What What was that experience like for you? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I grew up in a church. Um, um, and I gave my life to Christ when I was about eight years old. Um, but it wasn't until I was 17 years old, uh, God called me into the ministry. Um, and then I pursued it by attending Biola University after high school. Um, when you asked me, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, why, why, and why did you major, of, of all the majors you could have chosen, why did you major in biblical studies and theology? Um, well, um, um, to go back real quick, you know, you asked me, how, how does that feel or what was that experience like being called uh, into the ministry? You know, I didn't have no vision or audible voice, but there was something God prompted in my heart um, and really a love for the word um, and and to see people come to Christ. And so. Um, it just makes sense, right? If I'm called to the ministry to study the Bible, and so I uh, decided to major um, as a biblical uh, studies major in Biola, emphasizing in New Testament theology. So you took that and you went to Golden Gate, got your MDiv, preparing for mm -hmm. pastoral ministry, broadly speaking. When did you sense God leading you to serve in the U.S. Army? Um, so after about 10 years of doing, you know, various ministry, I did youth ministry, I did college ministry, I did young adult ministry. Um, and I was about 28 years old at that time. And I, I just, uh, I'm 28, 29 years old. And, uh, I was finished with seminary and I just didn't feel a assurance to, you know, the next step, right, to be a senior pastor or pastor of a church. But um, just going back uh, when I was much younger, too, I was raised really to love and appreciate America. Um, you know, I mentioned that my parents were born in Korea. They were both survivors of the Korean War. And they shared with me as a young child how much the United States um, and the soldiers who served in Korea and, um, and many, many people called the Korean War the Forgotten War because it was between World War II and Vietnam. Uh, but my parents never forgot and they always emphasized to love America and if possible serve. And so even as a kid, I actually did want to, um, serve in the military. Um, and when I was in high school, I was very intrigued to, to attend West Point. Um, but God had a different plan, but different path um, through ministry. And then um, God places calling in my heart 
when I was about 28, 29 years old, to the chaplaincy to serve in the United States Army. And so when I reached out to the chaplaincy, they uh, were very enthusiastic about my desire to serve as a chaplain. And um, within six months, I was commissioned and um, joined the Army of January uh, of 2000. What was your experience like, Ed, while serving as a chaplain in the U.S. Army? Yeah, it was great. I um, really enjoyed being a chaplain. I um, really thrived um, both personally and professionally. Uh, uh, I think it felt well with my personality um, being in the Army culture. Uh, It was really being a missionary because most of the people that interact in the Army are not believers or church-going people. Um, But when the chaplain, who's uh, a chaplain is assigned to a unit, and you you build credibility by your life and your ministry, um, you have so many opportunities to share the gospel through uh, ministry of presence. Um, That's what the military calls it, where you're with the soldiers in the field and training. Um, uh, many hours of counseling um, and just being a, a um, what do you call it, a voice of conscience and the voice of, of truth. When so many young men and women join the military and are seeking um, the truth. And so it was a great ministry. And I would say, like the Apostle Paul says, I become all things to all men that I may win some to Christ. And as a chaplain, I became a soldier so I could win soldiers to Jesus Christ. And so I would say it was a great, great, really fulfilling ministry as a chaplain. We have a a moment to take some time to reflect. It's a reflective conversation, really, Ed. How do you feel the Lord shaped or reshaped you during your time in the military? Uh, man, that's a good question, Danny. I think there are many ways, uh, but I mentioned, first of all, professionally and uh, personally. Well, you know, in the seminary, they don't teach you uh, how to do ministry. They teach you about theology and how to teach and preach the word. But the aspect of counseling, about administration, about organization, um, um, organization leadership. It, those are the stuff that I learned in the Army um, and uh, had an opportunity to really stretch me, but at the same time, um, really was a fulfilling ministry. And that being said, you know, I joined before 9-11. And when 9-11 happened, um, the Army or the military went from a peacekeeping force to a war fighting force. And so when that happened, myself and all the soldiers uh, were ready, trained to deploy to combat. And so um, combat is a whole different uh, environment and, and, and as, as also has its challenges in doing ministry because you're dealing with life and death issues, right? Um, soldiers uh, get killed in combat and also get wounded. Um, I myself was wounded in combat and I'm a, I'm a proper harvest recipient. Um, and by the grace of God, I survived it. And 
and God healed me from my wounds and my PTSD issues. Um, but being that kind of context uh, really stretched my both my theology and my ministry capacity. Um, and I, so I had to really trust and lean on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Leaning on the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're listening to Pastor Ed Choi. Pastor Ed Choi, it was in January 2001. When we come back from our break, you're going to hear more from him. He was commissioned as a chaplain in the Army, served until September of 2013 when he was medically retired as a major with an honorable discharge. How do you put faith to practice on the battlefield? How do you put faith to practice with soldiers who are putting their lives on the line 24-7? Ed Choi joins us to share heart to heart. Find out more at birdwellfoundation.org. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Famously beneath the barren sky Hi. This is Danny Yamashiro. In what way have you seen God work powerfully in your life? Do you have a story to share about God's provision and deliverance? Have you experienced God's healing? Do you have a testimony that will encourage others? 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. I want to share your story on our radio podcast. Please visit drdanny.live and share your Jesus story by clicking on the link at the top left of the home page. If you'd like to share your testimony in the form of a letter, send your correspondence to Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. That's Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Prior to serving as a pastor at LifePoint Church in Buena Park, California, Pastor Ed Choi, Reverend Ed Choi, served as a pastor in Seattle and worked as the veteran coordinator of King County, Seattle, Washington for the PTSD Foundation. Today, he serves as senior pastor at LifePoint, but also executive director and chapter director of California for the Birdwell Foundation. You can find out more about the Birdwell Foundation at birdwellfoundation.org. Ed, we'll talk more about that as we continue. If you're tuning in right now, maybe caught the tail end of the last segment. Look, you can get this program in its entirety Go to drdanny.live. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, and major podcast platforms. Ed, how do you cope with indelible impressions that stay with you from being deployed? Yeah, uh, I mentioned a little bit, um, you know, after three combat uh, tours and, you know, and twice Iraq, once Afghanistan, uh, I was uh, diagnosed with what they call it post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. 
Um, you know, I've dealt with my own issues, um, both, you know, being wounded in combat physically and also mentally and, and emotionally and spiritually. Um, um, and so, um, by the grace of God, um, you know, um, as, you know, through counseling and through much prayer and support of my family and friends, um, uh, I was, I'm in a place where, um, I could take my experience and help others who also suffer from PTSD. Um, that being said, PTSD isn't just because of combat. It's when anyone suffers or experiences traumatic experience, right? Now, it could be sexual trauma or physical trauma or emotional trauma. Um, um, there's many forms and types of trauma. Um, and so because of my own experience, I'm able to better minister to those who are hurting and broken because of the traumas of life. And so I thank God for my experience. Um, and I thank God that God is able to use the most difficult and painful things in our lives to help those who are suffering um, and point them to the healer who is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And how do you do that? How do you relate? So there, there is an unspoken connection with anyone who is suffering, any soldier, yeah. any family member. You, you relate. Ministry of presence, as you say, it's, yes. it's the person yeah. of Christ through you, there, in their midst. Now, how do you how do you do that? How do you how do you relate the the gospel? How do you relate yeah, the person so, of Christ in that situation? Yeah. So you know, when you talk about ministering to people, there's no formula, right? There's no a magic pill. Uh, uh, and so when you ask me the question, how do I minister uh, in the light of what I've gone through and to those who are suffering from uh, pain and suffering? Now, you know, first of all, you and I know, Danny, that pain and suffering, um, as Jesus says, we will have trouble in this life, right? There's hardship, difficulty, um, pain, loss, um, death. Uh, those are just part of our, our lives because of sin. Um, and sometimes it's a direct result of one's sins, and sometimes it is a indirect result of sin um, that caused by the fall. Um, and so, um, to answer your question, um, I am reminded of um, Paul's writing to the Corinthians church, where in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul also suffered his own pain and suffering. And, and, um, it says in 2 Corinthians 12 that, uh, verse 7, Paul says that to keep him from becoming conceited, right? Or arrogant or proud because of the surpassing greatness of revelations. You know, the apostle Paul uh, was given to write or pen two-thirds of the New Testament and um, to keep him from being arrogant or self-sufficient or conceited, um, Paul says a thorn was given to him in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass him, to keep him from becoming conceited. And Paul says in chapter, uh, uh, verse 8 of chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians, three times he pleaded to the Lord about this, that he should 
it should leave him or relieve him from this pain, uh, this thorn of the flesh, what, whatever that might be. And I have my own opinions, and I'd like to share that with you um, later on this podcast. But he said that my grace is sufficient for you, for my powers made weakness um, and made perfect weakness. And so Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So uh, my understanding of this text and my own experience, it is through my own brokenness and suffering that I first lean and trust in God's grace. And through that, God is able to use me as a broken vessel to help those who are hurting and broken. Um, and that is the grace of God. Um, and so I know it's a long answer to a great question, uh, um, but it is through grace that he saves us. It is through grace he heals us. And it is through grace and grace alone he uses us to point others um, to Jesus Christ who alone gives the grace that is sufficient um, to help us with all our pain, sorrow, um, pain, sorrow, suffering, and um, trauma. In this case, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. There is so much trauma that people experience, certainly in the military, certainly in, in in combat, and in addition, there's trauma. Even today, as, as you're sharing it, there are people who have spoken and unspoken. There are things that people have gone through in life that others around them who feel very close to them might not even be aware that that loved one or friend has or had gone through something virtually unspeakable. Yeah, yeah. What is at the heart of PTSD. Yeah, so um, in the DSM, right, um, PTSD um, is a newly term, but it is an old issue that's been around for years. Um, now, I, I can only speak in the military context right now, okay? Um, back in the, um, in the past war conflicts like Vietnam, or Korea War, or World War One or two, they call it combat fatigue. Um, they call it um, um, what else? There are different terms they use. Would but shell shock it be one of them? One of them too? Yeah, shell shock. Right, is another term. Yep. Yes, then that's very good. Um, but it wasn't until after Vietnam War, um, a World War Two veteran named Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy was the most decorated soldier in World War II. He was advocating for Vietnam vets coming back from combat and their suffering and their pain and their trauma. And because of his advocacy and because of his um, courage to speak about the inner um, sufferings, right? And, and a lot of times, soldiers who acknowledge weakness or brokenness is a stigma. Um, um, but Audie Murphy um, was um, was an advocate for the veterans who came back from Vietnam. And um, because of his advocacy, and because of his his own experience, of, you know, having PTSD, um, today that term has been adopted um, in the psychological and the mental health uh, arena. 
um, calling it post-traumatic stress disorder. And basically, this is how I look at it, okay? It is really a normal reaction to a traumatic experience, okay? Uh, one cannot be the same when they experience trauma um, because we're human beings, okay? And God actually uses pain, right, as a indicator um, to seek the help we need. Uh, for example, you know, if you touch a hot stove, you're, you feel pain in your fingers, so you um, don't continue to, right, put your hand in that heat, okay? Um, and you, you try to put medicine if you have a um, burn blister or, you know, the pain that you're receiving. So in many ways, it's God's way of using pain when we experience trauma to seek the help that we need and ultimately uh, watch it through um, counseling or through medicine or through mental health providers. God is ultimately the ultimate healer, right? He's the one who's given us the gift of medicine, the gift of counseling, the gift of counselors, the gift of pastoral ministry um, to bring healing to those who suffer from trauma um, or um, being diagnosed with PTSD. You're listening to Reverend Ed Choi. He is the executive director and chapter director of California for Birdwell Foundation. It's a national organization. The hotline is... Eight seven seven six seven eight seven eight seven three. Again, that's eight seven seven six seven eight seven eight seven three. If you are resonating with Ed, if there is help that you need, if there's help that someone that you know needs, eight seven seven six seven eight seven eight seven three. Birdwell Foundation. When we come back, Ed will share with us more about Birdwell Foundation. They say no one heals alone. Some of the staff know firsthand what it is like to feel hopeless because of post-traumatic stress disorder. TBI, traumatic brain injury, military sexual trauma, MST, that and more from Ed Choi. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. In what way have you seen God work powerfully in your life? Do you have a story to share about God's provision and deliverance? Have you experienced God's healing? Do you have a testimony that will encourage others? 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. I want to share your story on our radio podcast. Please visit drdanny.live and share your Jesus story by clicking on the link at the top left of the home page. If you'd like to share your testimony in the form of a letter, send your correspondence to Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. That's Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a 
program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. You can find out more about Birdwell Foundation at birdwellfoundation.org. Ed Choi joins us today to speak about the Birdwell Foundation. Find out more again, birdwellfoundation.org. Ed, how did you get connected with the Birdwell Foundation, and what is the Birdwell Foundation? Yeah, thank you for that question, Danny. Um, so, you know, when I retired from the Army in 2015, um, I, I was not doing well. Um, the Army tried to provide counseling and um, even prescribe me many um, psychological medication, which I actually ended up using between eight to nine prescription medication that was uh, issued to me um, when I was in the Army, dealing with anxiety, uh, insomnia, flashbacks, nightmares, um, um, you know, all, all the symptoms of, uh, of PTSD. Um, and so around 2016, a friend of mine reached out to me and, and, and he himself was combat deployed and, and um, he was part of a, a group called the Warrior Group that's helped veterans with, with suffering from PTSD. He invited me to it. And it was through um, that group, uh, which was part of uh, back then called the PTSD Foundation of America, now called the Birdwell Foundation, uh, um, was a Christian, it is a Christian organization um, that believe that Jesus is the healer um, um, of both body, mind, and soul. And so through the group support and through a better theological understanding of what I was going through, I eventually um, got better. Um, what I mean by better, like, like the symptoms were going away. Um, and I slowly weaned off um, the, the nine prescription medication and Today, by the grace of God, I don't use any of the medications. Um, um, and today, uh, because of the help that I receive, I'm uh, able to uh, pay forward to help other veterans and first responders who suffer from PTSD. Now you say veterans and first responders. When you talk about PTSD, Ed, what's the impact on families of American military veterans and beyond uh, yeah danny that i mean that is another podcast maybe we could set up to talk about that because it does affect the families um and the, um it, it's you know family members or loved ones who live or deal with uh um a, you know a loved one who has ptsd um the term is called secondhand ptsd right um you've heard of secondhand smoking um this is a secondhand PTSD, meaning that uh, family and loved ones who have to live or deal with um, someone who has PTSD, they also have to deal with the trauma of their uh, symptoms of PTSD, right? And so, um, I mean, this could be another podcast discussion, um, but, you know, because of a limited time we have, I, I do want to go back to uh, Paul's throne of the flesh and how uh, we could find hope uh, to receive healing um, through Paul's experience. 
um, in Second Corinthians chapter eleven and twelve. Would that be okay? Yes, yes, go there. So I, I read to you, you know, earlier Second Corinthians chapter twelve of Paul's thrown the flesh, and you know, people have many, many. Um, um, what is called theories about what that thorn of the flesh is. Um, some believe that it's um, due to Paul's uh, medical issues where he has some issues with his eyes. Um, but um, I really believe, looking at the context of Scripture, um, you know, uh, I don't want to get too much into uh, the hermeneutics or, the, or how to properly interpret Scripture um, uh, at this point, but uh, context is everything, right? When you read a sentence, when you read a paragraph, you got to the context, what was said before and what was said after. And so when you look at the context of First Corinthians chapter 12, when you go back to chapter 11, Paul talks about the traumatic experiences he went through. In Second Corinthians chapter 11, he says, in verse, starting from verse uh, uh, 23, he says, far more, uh, he experienced greater labors and imprisonment and countless beatings and often near death. He says in 20, verse 24, five times I received at the hand of the Jews, 40 lashes, um, less one. In verse 25, says three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned, three times I was shipwrecked. Day and night I was adrift on fervent journeys, dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own people, dangers from Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers in sea, dangers from false brothers. In toll and hardship, through many a sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, often without food, in cold and exposed, and apart from other things, there in the daily pressures of me, of my anxiety for other churches. And it goes on to say, verse 29, who is weak and I am not weak, who is made to fall and I am not indigent. So, to me, when I look at the context of verse, I'm sorry, chapter 12, when in, in the previous chapter, in chapter 11, Paul talks about all the traumatic experiences he had. And so to me, it only is a logical conclusion that Paul's thorn of the flesh was PTSD, was, was trauma. Um, and so, you know, going back to chapter 12 of Second Corinthians, you know, Paul asked God to heal him. Um, it's not that God didn't want to heal him. God will ultimately heal Paul when he's with the Lord, and that is, Many of the case, right? Whether it's physical trauma or, I'm sorry, physical sickness or mental sickness or, or emotional or even spiritual sickness, that our ultimate healing is not on this earth, but it is when we are with the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven. Um, but while we're in this earth, God gives us sufficient grace for his power is made perfect in our weakness, in our brokenness, in our trauma. And so, um, uh, we depend on God, right? And we rejoice in our weaknesses, insults, hardships, and, and, and difficulties. As James says, consider it joy, my brothers, when we face various kinds of trials. Because why? What does it do? It brings us dependent on Jesus. It brings us um, hope in Jesus. It, um, it causes us to look to uh, our Lord and Savior, who is the ultimate healer, and gives us the grace and peace that we need in this life to live a victorious life um, through Christ Jesus who loves us and who died for us and rose from the grave for us and will, he will return 
to take us to be with him, um, to receive and experience ultimate healing in his presence. You explain it so well. You've clearly meditated on this passage. You've studied this passage. You've, you've, you've gone in depth in the passage, your, your interpretation, your understanding. And you explain it well, Ed. Someone listening may be thinking, that, that sounds, I, I can understand what he's saying, I relate with what he's saying, but my life is such a mess. Probably, one might say, I relate with all the danger, 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 danger things that you had mentioned with the Apostle Paul. So, yes, uh, he had trauma. He had PTSD. I, someone says, I'm in the middle of it. My life is messy. My brain is messy. My body, my will is weak. My will doesn't exist. I don't even want to continue. Danny mentioned that number again, 877-678-7873, because I might need to call that hotline. And what do you say to somebody who is at their end? They're on the mm-hmm. verge of desperation and hopelessness. Yeah, thank you, Danny. Um, you know, I can say confidently, um, Danny and I um, also suffer from PTSD. And many of you know about Danny's uh, story about uh, falling off a cliff, um, brain damage, almost, almost at the brink of death. Um, but God saved Danny um, through his um, uh, accidental, almost um, near-death experience. Um, God saved me um, in Iraq when um, being blown up in an IED and um, also uh, with a traumatic brain injury and um, concussion to my brain and, um, and then diagnosed with PTSD. Um, and if you're out there today, um, you're suffering from trauma. You're suffering from whether it's emotional, um, mental, or sexual trauma, uh, physical trauma, uh, relational trauma, and even spiritual trauma. Um, I want to encourage you, look to Jesus Christ, for he alone can give you hope um, and healing through his grace and power. And look to God's people. Um, find a local church that preaches the Bible and points people to Christ. Um, because we are also healed through and in community, uh, God's community. And so if you're out there today listening to this podcast and you need help, reach out. Um, and Danny mentioned our 1-800 number. Um, uh, please call. Um, you know, find a local church, talk to a pastor, find a Christian who knows the truth. And um, God could use those things to bring hope and healing into your life. A word of encouragement indeed from Ed Choi, one who, who knows, one who experienced, one who can speak, not theoretically or just theologically, but one whose theology is being lived out. His love for Christ is being worked out in his life. He is being touched by the love of Jesus. And his desire is that you too, dear friend, would experience the hope and the love and the strength of Christ. 
birdwellfoundation.org. Again, the number is 877-678-7873, 877-678-7873. When we come back from our break, more with Ed Choi. In our final segment, we're going to spend some time praying. You know, when he talks about Second Corinthians chapters 11 and 12, these are enlightening moments for him that he shares with us. Just as Christ would have us do, we are to bear one another's burdens as it fulfills the law of Christ. Galatians 6 2. That's Birdwell Foundation. Birdwellfoundation.org. Stay with us. James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. To the Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Books that have impacted the life of Ed Choi, who's our guest today, are the Bible, the book Desiring God by John Piper. The Fox's Book of Martyrs by John Fox, and The Cost of Discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. We'll ask Ed to speak a little bit about that in a moment. Find out more about Birdwell Foundation at birdwellfoundation.org. Again, the number, the hotline, 877-678-7873. If you or someone you know is in trouble right now, because of PTSD or TBI, traumatic brain injury, or military uh, sexual trauma, MST, 877-678-7873. Ed Choi, Pastor Ed, who serves as the lead pastor at LifePoint Church in Buena Park, California, is also executive director and chapter director of California for the Birdwell Foundation. Birdwell Foundation is a national organization you can find out more at birdwellfoundation.org. Ed, you spoke about the scriptures, the Bible. You also mentioned desiring God. We've talked about that before. John Piper, Fox's Book of Martyrs. Why these books, The Cost of Discipleship, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, why have they impacted you so greatly? Um, well, it was uh, different moments and um, um, seasons of my life where um, I came across these books. And um, it was really the formation and the foundation of my faith in Christ. 
um, like like you mentioned, besides the Bible, uh, you know, the, um, you know, desiring God was something that I came across when I was in college by John Piper, that helped me to see that Jesus is not a means to an end, but He is the end, right? Um, um, yes, there's so much blessings that we have in Christ, but we don't pursue Christ to get something, um, but we pursue Christ because He is all that we need. Um, and then um, after college, uh, during seminary, I came across uh, the book of uh, um, the, the Fox's Book of Martyrs and also the Cause of Discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer that really challenged me. What does it mean to give your life for the sake of the gospel? And so, um, you know, those books has been really a formation of my spiritual foundation and growth and um, purpose in my life. And as I continue to read the scriptures and continue to grow in the knowledge and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, 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 is the reasons why I wrote those books down as, um, you know, my favorite books of, in my life and, and how it challenged me and how it formed my spiritual formation. People often have a transactional view of their relationship with God. God, if you do this, then I'll do that, and vice versa. Yes. This is a little, I was going to say a little different, but you might say, no, Dan, it's not just a little different. It's radically different when we talk about the cost of discipleship. When when Jesus said, take up your cross daily and follow me, the, the, the implications of that, and how the original hearers heard that or saw the visualization visualization of what Jesus was saying is so much more weighty. The, the gravitas is much more than we, when, from a, much more than a transactional moment. Your thoughts and your life as it's reflected in that. Yeah, Danny. Uh, gosh, um, there's so much to say about your question. Um, but to just, um, in a nutshell, to sum it up, um, you know, like I said, God uses our experiences. Um, he brings people in our lives, um, books that we read, um, um, you know, everything, um, for our good and our formation, um, um, and for his glory and, and, and for his purpose. And so, you know, we're just vessels, right? And, um, and we don't have to serve the Lord. We get to serve the Lord. <laughs> and, it's just amazing how God uh, continues to use people like you and I and millions of other people who are just um, willing to serve him for his glory. One of the things that encourages me about your example, and it's, you know, the Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so I understand that your heart is as you follow Christ. Christ is at the center of the life of Ed Choi. As I look, I see a life that has experienced messiness, that has experienced being off balance. Things are not in control. When you talk about your experience of PTSD, your traumatic brain injury, we can often think that the Christian life needs to be 
something that is, well, sort of like airtight. It's, it's nicely placed. Things are well put together. We, we do our best to try to carry ourselves in that way. Could it be said, Ed Choi, that authentic Christianity at the core is messy? Yeah, I, I mean, um, it reminds us of, of the cross. You know, Christ's death on the cross was not pretty, um, not neat, or as we would say, beautiful, right? Now, his sacrifice in the eyes of the Father, um, Heavenly Father, was beautiful. and um, But the cross reminds us of the bloody, painful, suffering death of Jesus Christ on the cross reminds us that our life is many ways like that. Um, and it was through the cross, um, through the messiness and the bloody, horrific death of Jesus Christ that brings us some, um, um, what is it, sanity in our messiness and of our own lives and brings us hope and healing. And um, through the messiness of the cross of Jesus, and so when our, me- when our lives are a mess, right, in which all of us are a mess, okay, because of sin, because of selfishness, because of broken relationships, because of trauma, because of hardship, you name whatever we're going through, it is a mess. But in that mess, um, the beauty of Christ and the beauty of the cross becomes more evident. Um, and through the cross, we're able to find um, the hope and salvation that we need in the midst of our mess. And so that's, that's our ultimate hope. And that's the, um, um, that's why Paul says that I did not preach, um, nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Um, and, um, that's where we point others to. And that's what we call others, um, to find hope in Christ in the midst of their mess. You bring us back to the centrality of Christ and the cross, the message of the, go- the gospel. And we need voices like that in, in this day, Ed, voices of clarity, voices of strength, and strength on one end and compassion on the other. A tremendous tenderness because of brokenness and a tremendous hope that is found in person of Jesus and I appreciate you so much you've inspired me throughout my life and ministry from the first time I heard you preach and uh, that that is indelible in my mind in my heart and that goes decades ago a parting shot Ed Choi to someone who is hurting and I'd like for you to pray for a dear one who has maybe lost a loved one maybe suddenly Maybe something abrupt has happened in someone's life. Maybe a financial, instead of a financial windfall, it's a financial uh, point of brokenness. It could be an area of health. It could be someone who is a first responder dealing with emotional and psychological issues or a family member. Dear brother, a word of encouragement and a prayer. Yes, sir, Danny. Um, First of all, Danny, before I pray, I want to thank you for this time to interview um, so we could share uh, the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. And um, again, Danny, you're, you're my 
inspiration and encouragement in the faith and in the ministry. Um, so again, want to thank you uh, for inviting me to this podcast. Um, that being said, uh, let me close us um, um, with this uh, podcast with um, prayer to those who are hurting and seeking um, um, the hope and healing they need. So let's pray and go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we come before you. And Lord, I just want to lift up those um, those who are listening uh, to this podcast. And uh, maybe there's something that was shared here today um, that has spoken to them. And um, they see themselves also broken and at lost and in a mess. Um, they have made their, their lives a mess through their sinful decisions and selfish decisions. Um, or maybe um, they have experienced trauma because they have been a victim um, um, through many forms of trauma, whether it's sexual trauma or physical trauma or relational trauma or combat trauma or the line of duty trauma as first responders who see um, so much uh, pain and suffering in this world. I pray, Father, that they would find hope and healing in Jesus Christ and let them know that they are not alone, that you love them. You sent your son Jesus to save them, to bring hope and healing, and that you um, um, has have established the church and God's people to surround people who are hurting to bring um, healing uh, for their lives. Um, and so I just commit them to you. And um, uh, may they find the hope and healing they need uh, through the gospel of Jesus Christ and through God's people in community. And so I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ed. Dear brother, thank you for being with us Thank today. you. Hope-filled words from Ed Choi, birdwellfoundation.org. My friend, God's timing is perfect, and there's no better time than right now. Like Ed just did, just share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And look, if you haven't done so, hey, this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus Christ. Go to drdanny.live for next steps. Find resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and major podcast platforms. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Do you not know that you are a temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Ed Choi, birdwellfoundation.org. Until next time, along with my producer and creative director, Brian Torres, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, guest coordinator, Jan Yi, and board operator, Joseph Valdevieso. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with the good life.